0: So glad you are here tonight. Um, because of what we're going to be doing tonight, I thought it would be great for us to review and rehearse one of our Bible studies that we did. I've got Bible study, this is going to be Bible study 14, but I have Bible study 13 already done and ready to go. But I'm just kind of going back because I think it was. it's very important, especially what we're going to have done tonight in the service, that we review something. Here's a verse of scripture that some of you may have never read before. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38. First part of that, I just want to rehearse again a couple little slides here, and that is repentance from dead works is turning from, repenting of, and changing our minds about works or actions that produce spiritual death or separation from God in our lives. Repentance is more than just saying, I'm sorry. It goes deeper than that. That's how it starts. But the reality is it's a change of mind and mindset and actions and how we view things and everything is changed in that repentance. And then repentance produces change, folks. Repentance definitely cho- uh, produces change. Is anybody? Uh, did you feel a change when you repented? It was definitely a change that occurred. So in that thing, he said, repent and be baptized. So I wanna step to the next part of that because of tonight. Baptism is revealed both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. It's not a New Testament doctrine. Baptism is also rooted in the Old Testament. It's there, clearly laid out in the Old Testament because it shows us, we are not gonna go through all of the tabernacle and all that stuff tonight, but it's the Old Testament concealed and the New Testament, it is revealed. They didn't really understand why they were doing what they were doing when they walked into that outer court of the tabernacle and they had to wash their hands in that laver. They didn't understand because it was in the Old Testament concealed. They didn't understand until the New Testament it was unveiled and revealed to them that that was also about washing as we do in baptism. Same thing. I know I'm going kind of quickly here so I can get to some verses that we want to look at tonight the verse of scripture says this go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost matthew 28 and 19 there's three things you're going to really want to focus on in here and that's this the father the son and the holy ghost and we have been dealing with the son in our one god bible studies that we've been doing that's the one i had planned for tonight but we're going to do this one instead. We'll pick that one up maybe next week sometime. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. These are descriptive titles and roles of one true God. They're the roles. They're not their names. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. They're not names. They're not names. They're titles or roles that they fulfill. The Father was the Father in creation. Son was the Son in, anybody know? redemption and the Holy Ghost is in regeneration it's what each one of those do and that's the title that's being helped for each one of those and the job that they fulfill Uh, in this house we have people that fit two of those if we change the Holy Ghost to the Holy Spirit then there's several of us guys in the house that would fit all three roles there we're a father we're a son and we're also a human spirit but guess what there's only one of me and some of you are saying, thank God for that. We couldn't handle three like you, okay? But there's only one of me here. Even though I am a son, I am a father and I have a human spirit. But when you look at me, I'm only one person. That's all it is. I'm just one. Uh, but I feel all of these roles because of the father. You have my kids, I'm responsible there as a son. I have responsibility to all my parents and stuff. I played that role as the son and as a human spirit, I am alive every day. So well most days. They don't feel like I am too much, but. And that, let's go back to that verse where it says, Baptize me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. If you, uh, if those that are, know a little bit about grammar and, and diagramming those sentences, of thee, of thee, and of thee is called a prepositional phrase. Prepositional phrase. And what it does is when you have a prepositional phrase, it always refers back to the noun. It always refers back to the noun in the sentence. So it refers back to the name, the name. So it's the name of the Father and the name of the Son and the name of the Holy Ghost. And that's what it's referring to. And so then we know that there's only one name that both describes the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Anybody know the name? Jesus. Jesus. There's only one name. And here's a verse that... Kind of says that also, not just a little kind of, but all, all, all together says that. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name given, un, given under heaven. Uh-uh. Any, there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Got to get my glasses adjusted here. Acts 4, 11 through 12. There's only one name that we're going to be baptized in, and that's going to have to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Amen. That's not my, my rules. That's God's rules. It's in the book. And we're not doing for time's sake tonight. I eliminated all of these scripture le- uh, verses, but I've got them on your hand out there. Acts 8, Acts 10, and Acts chapter 19 are all locations that if you go, you're going to find where it says they were baptized in Jesus name, the Lord Jesus' name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They're going to say that. Never are you going to see anything different than that. Acts 8, Acts 10, Acts chapter 19. Every time when they did it, they baptized that way. New Testament believers were always baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Every place. If you look in the whole book, you look all the way from Matthew all the way to Revelation, Acts is really where the history is. You're only gonna find they were baptized one way and that was baptized in Jesus' name. It's essential, folks. Baptism is essential. It's not optional. It's essential. It's essential. It is extremely essential. Now, look at it. We're going to give you some real facts and history here pretty soon. There is not one place or indication, or indication, not even indication, that anyone was ever baptized in the New Testament having titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost called over them. Nowhere. There's not, absolutely nowhere. And I'm going to show you in just a moment, there's not even any history. There's no history. History actually proves something else and we're going to look at the history and you can go look it up and it's not the United Pentecostal Church's books, okay? It's history itself and I'll show you exactly where to go to get that. Why do we get baptized, folks? We get baptized Gene June Why do we get baptized? Baptism is for the washing away of our sins. Amen. And everybody has to get baptized. But pastor, I'm a very good person. Yeah, but you still got to be baptized. (laughs) All the good people got to be baptized. All the bad people got to be baptized. Everybody got to be baptized. Amen. (laughs) And now why tarriest thou? Arise and be and wash away thy sins. Calling on the name of the lord acts 22 and 16 baptize why we're going to wash away your sins we are going to go to one place in the bible here at least tonight would you grab your bible if you have one and somebody want to help me read this we've got a, a lots to do tonight so oops mine has fallen out somebody else is definitely going to have to read it too much bible quizzing i studied that part of the bible and bible quizzing and it fell out of this bible so it's not there first corinthians 6 9 through 11 Somebody's going to have to help me out. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. Somebody want to help me out and read that tonight nice and loud? Yes, Brother Walker. I want you to look at verse 11. And such were some of you, but ye are... How were you washed? Well, I took some Irish spring and I kind of scrubbed up there. (laughs) Well, that's nice. And we do want you to use Irish spring or dove or something and take baths. It's good for you to do that. But in regards to salvation, it says right here, we need to be baptized because you are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of of the yes how were we washed in jesus name and how did we get that name (laughs) baptism how were we sanctified through the name of jesus and how did we do that in the waters of baptism oh hallelujah thank god for his word amen you know what i love about truth is you never have to hide any verses of scripture We can look at the whole book from Genesis Genesis to Revelation and look at all of it because I don't have any verses I have to go, well, we can't explain that part. Because if it all fits together and it's truth, it's all going to fit together perfect as a puzzle. When I have to throw out things or say, well, you just have to kind of use your imagination in that verse. No, I don't have to use my imagination in that verse. I'll have to do study and it's clearly stated. God has certain things that truly have not been revealed to us but baptism in the name of jesus has been revealed to us i know there are deep depths there that we haven't got into yet but i'm gonna tell you what repentance baptism jesus name the the holy ghost we have got a good understanding of that in the word of god here we go on baptism is a washing and a cleansing of the conscience thank the lord for that here it is The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He's saying, we're not getting baptized to wash the dirt off of you. That's not what he's saying. We're not washing this dirt off. It is cleansing you and washing away your sins, and it is also cleansing your conscience. It's washing your conscience before God. Why? Because I can have a clear conscience before God. Why? Because of water baptism, folks. I've been buried with Him. I've got the blood of Jesus covering my mind and my conscience. That's what lots of people become extremely depressed. Why? Because their conscience bothers them. Their thoughts, their mind, their conscience of things they've done wrong, it drives them nuts. But that cleansing of it, you realize hey, excuse me, devil. You have nothing to accuse me of because I buried it in a watery grave and I have the blood of Jesus Christ that has washed my conscience, my mind, and my spirit. I'm clean now. Amen, church. There should be less depressed people in the church than anywhere else, okay? <laughs> we shouldn't be depressed. There's a lots of things we can be depressed about, but to just realize you are free from seeing your mind and hearts clear and have a clear conscience, man, that right there is enough to rejoice about. I need to go on. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God, the power of the blood of Jesus Christ? Got to go on. John 3, 1 through 8. Anybody want to read that really quick? I know this is a little rehearsal for some of you and a review, but I can tell you what, I could preach this probably every three months and, and some of you would click. Something different would click each time, so... I can't overteach the Word of God, that's for sure. John 3, 1 through 8. And I'm going to hurry through this quickly tonight because we can do some exciting things here after I get this done. John 3, 1 through 8. Anybody want to read all of it or part of it? Not everybody at once because we. Okay, Brother Ian. Thank you, buddy. Now, Nicodemus was a religious man, and I would assume he was probably a very well-educated man too. He was a Pharisee, so I'm sure he was well-versed in the law. But even with all of his religious background, knowledge, and understanding, he still didn't get what Jesus was talking about when he was talking about this whole new birth thing. Listen to what he's saying. He said, now, how am I going to do this? Am I going to somehow go back up into my mother's womb and come back out again? I mean, that's, number one, that's completely illogical and unreasonable. But he's trying to get this, his mind around this whole thing of how can we do this whole birth again deal. But he didn't understand this is a birth of the Spirit. Yeah. Amen. It's a birth of the Spirit and not a physical birth again. Because we're not going to be born a second time. Our flesh is not being born a second time. And there's a whole false doctrine that's based in that. And we might get into that a long way down the road. Some people actually believe that, but that's insanity. It's not even in the Word. But look at this verse of Scripture. Baptism is a birth of water. Look at the verse. Except a man be born of the water and, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. It has to be the two working together. It has to be the water. And what is the baptism, uh, the birth of the water? It is, yeah, I told you, baptism. (laughs) Baptism is the birth of water. And then there's the birth of the Spirit, which is? Okay, now then, all of you mothers, uh, most of you mothers was there when you gave birth. and uh, So you being there when you gave birth, was there any of you that ever gave birth and there was no water? There's always the little sack that holds the baby. There's water there. And they'll, so women all of a sudden, they'll say, they'll say my, yeah, there you go. My water broke. All right, we've been through that eight times, so I know. Water broke, excitement, woo-woo, yay, exciting. Okay, so that was the birth, there's water. But guess what also happens? If you're going to have a life that's going to be born, what else is going to have to be there? It's going to have to be a spirit. If you don't have a person who has a human spirit or they have a human spirit, then, folks, there's no birth. Requires both water in the physical, water and spirit. And in the spiritual, it requires both water and spirit. Requires water, baptism, and requires spirit. The almighty God of heaven Amen. coming on the inside of us. And he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So I would say with that last statement, he's saying, uh, it's pretty mandatory. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, baptism is mandatory. <laughs> now look here. I could explain a lot there, but we don't have time back there. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done. You can't do enough good things to get to heaven. But according to his mercy, he saved us. If all of us was, if God was looking and he said, okay, you've done this good and that good and that good and that good. He'd get down to item three or four. Then he'd say, but you've messed up here and 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 here. I could go all night with most of us, okay? And if he looked at the two, he'd say, yeah, you don't deserve this. You're gone. So it's not anything good we have done, but it's the mercy of God that we are here. That's the reason why your pastor stands behind a pulpit and doesn't say, whoa, look at me, I'm somebody great. What you do is I say, hey, look at the mercy of God. Wow, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Wow, what a God. Because no one in this house deserves to be saved. But his mercy on us allows us to be saved folks thank god for that you may not want to say amen at any other time but that's one place we can say amen thank god for that amen because we need it now look at this romans 6 we won't read all that it's going for time's sake because we got some other things we need to do but romans you may want to write this down romans chapter 6 1 through 11 romans chapter 6 1 through 11 and write that down if i didn't put it on your notes i think i put it in there did i I think I put that in there, so you should already have it. But I want to focus on two verses there for time's sake, and that's this. Know ye not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? That's not a morbid statement, folks. (laughs) This is reality. As many of you were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Folks, we are walking the same path as the man Christ Jesus walked. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's exactly what we're doing. What are you talking about? Okay, let's look at what happened in Jesus Christ's life. Here he was. He was on the cross of Calvary. On the cross of Calvary, he died. Once he died, they took his body, wrapped it, and they took it over and they put it inside of the tomb or they buried him. Now, it's interesting, they rolled a stone in front of it so it was completely buried. They didn't just lay him out on the ground. (laughs) They didn't do any of this fancy platforms and stick him out there. They put him inside and rolled the tomb shut. He was buried. Okay? Then on the third day, what happened? He arose. Resurrection. We are following the very same path. Why? The cross and the death is repentance, as I mentioned at the first. It's repentance. That's what we're doing. Repentance. He walked through it physically in life and we walk through it spiritually in life. Repentance. It's the death of the cross. It's the dying out to ourselves. We go to the next part. What are we going to do? He was put inside the tomb. He was buried. Right? We're going to cover some of this in just a moment. Buried. What are we going to do? Buried in water. Baptized into Christ. Jesus Christ, we're baptized into his death. We're doing the same as he did, except we don't have to die. (laughs) We simply have to die to our own flesh. And thank God he doesn't require us to die. Amen. But baptized into his death, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, just like he did. Into the tomb, we go into the water. That... Like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life or we're going to get the Holy Ghost and we're going to rise, what? When we come out of the water of baptism. Yeah. Same thing. Does anybody know what made the man, the flesh of Jesus come out of the tomb? The Spirit of God the resurrecting power of the spirit of God it was not the flesh of Jesus Christ that caused him to arise it was the spirit of the almighty God of heaven coming back into that fleshly temple that made him rise same thing with us we have to have the spirit of God come in us to make us alive in Christ Jesus so we can live a victorious life and, folks, this is the greatest life you can live is having the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm trying to get real simple this and not go too deep in this. Then the plan of salvation is found and revealed in the life of Jesus Christ. Jesus was our example, folks. He's already walked it physically so we can walk it spiritually, folks. Oh, what part of Jesus' life gained victory over death, hell, and the grave? What event or series of events was set humanity free from sin? For as much then as the children are partakers of the flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Ready? Through death, the death of Jesus Christ wasn't the end, but the beginning to the end. It wasn't the end. They didn't put him in the tomb and it was over, they put the, the stone in front of it, and the end of it, Jesus is done. No. Death was only the beginning to the end. It was the path that he was going to get to what he needed to do, and that's what? Resurrection to conquer both death, hell, and the grave. Get back the keys that were stolen in the garden. So he's going through the process. The death of Jesus Christ wasn't the end, but the beginning to the end. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like, remember this verse, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Death was the door to resurrection. The victory wasn't gained in death. The victory was not gained in death. If death was the end of the story, he would be just like every other person that had walked on the face of the earth until his time. If he had died on the cross, they put him in the tomb and he was there, end of story, no victory. Because he's just like any other man. So the victory wasn't gained in death. It was the doorway. It was gained in resurrection. It was gained in the resurrection. He did what nobody else could do. He came out, folks, of the tomb, folks. He did something that no other man, no one else had ever done or could ever do, and that was he was brought, after three days, came out of that tomb. Lazarus, he rose, but guess what? Lazarus died again. Yeah, he said, come on out, Lazarus. Lazarus came out, and that was a a miracle. But guess what? Lazarus is not around today. (laughs) But when Jesus came out of that tomb, he conquered death, hell, and the grave because he's still alive today. He's alive forevermore. Never gonna die, folks. So victory wasn't gained. You're saying, why is that important? It's important to understand. Baptism is a process in the new birth, but it's not the end of the process. You've got to have resurrection. You've got to have the infilling of the baptism of the Holy Ghost to be saved or have new life. Amen. 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 Some people say, well, salvation is at the point of believing. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Not in the book, folks. Yes. Believing is the start of, repentance is the beginning and then baptism in Jesus' name is part of the process and receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, folks, that's where you get your victory, your power to live a victorious life in Christ Jesus. Greatest gift you're ever going to (laughs) have. Baptism of the Holy Ghost, folks, It's gain what? In resurrection, in resurrection, he did what nobody else could do. And guess what? The devil couldn't even stop it. He thought he had a plan, but that didn't work. Look at Jesus' example. Death and resurrection. And stuck right in the middle of death and resurrection was this. John 19, 38, and 42. Anybody want to read that for us? Quickly, quickly, quickly. I hope I'm not going too deep tonight. We only got about another 55 slides. No, I'm just joking. Don't have very many. I think about... It's about 10 more and we're done john 19 38 through 42 i thought this is important especially tonight what we're going to do john nineteen thirty eight through 42 anybody want to read for us kind of confirm everything i've been teaching yes brother burton go ahead So interesting, verse 39. Who showed up? (laughs) Interesting, isn't it? Interesting. In this verse of scripture, what does it tell us? Jesus was literally buried. I've said this a while ago, but I'm trying to get it into our minds. Make sure we understand the importance of baptism in our new birth experience. Because some people will say baptism isn't necessary. That's a lie baptism is absolutely necessary you cannot be saved without baptism it's the way it's always been it's a book it's folks I'm gonna show you in a minute it's history I'll show you the things you can go look it up for yourself because I'm gonna give you the reference and I put it on your paper for you to go look it up for yourself it's history teaches what I'm teaching tonight this is what everybody was doing now look at this in the middle of all this death and bear death And resurrection was the burial. Burial is mandatory. Keep saying it. You've got to go down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. You've got to do that. I was just talking to someone just the other day, and I said, I've never lost one yet. It's all right. It's a safe process, you know. I said, I've never lost any. Got close a couple times, but (laughs) no. We had one, one young man who was really scared of water. It took about a year to get him in the water there. He just did not want to get baptized. Scared of water, scared of water, scared of water. Finally got in and got baptized in the first sanctuary. It took him about a year to do that. Finally got baptized. Let me tell you something. I've never lost anybody. Baptize them in Jesus name. It is a safe process. And it's the difference between heaven and hell. It's mandatory, folks. It's not my word. I can, I'm to, tonight, I'm barely scratching the surface. I can give you tons and tons of more verses for this. I'm trying to get through this and not make it too long because it's something we want to do. Even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Newness means new or renewed. Life means time. Where did life begin? In the Garden of Eden. What... What's the condition of humanity when life began sinless or sin free that's how life began so what are we trying to do this rebirth to what are we trying to do this renewing that he's talking about this is what it's all about and it's a clean conscience where was all that in the garden of Eden? baptism for the remission of sins baptism renews us to god's original plan for humanity that's just what all this is about Because in the beginning with Adam and Eve, folks, there was no sin. There was a clear conscience. Everything was right. Then they failed because of the mistake they made. And then the Almighty God of heaven had to put in place a way to restore or renew humanity back to that place they were before human nature failed. So baptism renews us to God's original plan for humanity, a a humanity free from sin and with a clear conscience. And how are we gonna get that? Through the new birth experience, through baptism in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, folks, before God. Look at this, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead oh hallelujah folks buried with him in baptism wow (laughs) oh this is beautiful it all fits together you know what i'm getting excited about because you know why everything i'm giving you fits together i'm not having to make any excuses for any verses and if i had time tonight i could open it up and say okay throw me some verses and you could throw verses up here and every one of them we'd be able to connect in perfectly into the puzzle Bishop, I wouldn't have to say, well, that verse doesn't fit in the Bible. That must have been added later. No, I can say, okay, let's look and see how this thing fits together. Now, it'd be kind of hard to fit Jesus' whip into the middle of, you know, baptism in Jesus' name, but maybe there's water, tears, whatever. I don't know, but we can make all the verses that relate to baptism fit in. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And how did you put on Christ? You put on the name of Jesus Christ through water baptism. It is beautiful. Look at this. Know you not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should Walk in that newness of life, restoring us back, what? To a place where we don't have to have sin in our life anymore. Renewed in Christ Jesus. He's going to get us back to where we were, folks. Then we can live a life, what? With our minds clear, our conscience clear, and our souls, our lives, everything clear from sin. How? Through the waters of baptism, the infilling of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I don't, I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. It's just like, you know, I, 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 I won $10 billion, you know. I'm getting this excited because money will pass away. But what I'm talking about tonight will never pass away. This thing is eternal. If you do this repentance, baptism in Jesus' name and receive the Holy Ghost, it's forever. It's a done deal forever, folks. Oh, That's exciting. Man, somebody get more excited about winning the lottery without even having to buy a ticket. Amen. Buried with Christ. A corpse is not buried by placing it on top of the ground and sprinkling a little soil on it. <laughs> we don't do it that way. Well, we're going to bury you today. It's not like we're seasoning them with garlic salt or something here. It's not what we're doing. <laughs> We don't bury a corpse that way. How do we bury a corpse? Anybody know how we bury a corpse? Yeah, we stick that baby. Down. You guys should be thankful. I don't follow that part when we're doing baptism and put you six feet under, you know. I can't reach you, so I'll just put my foot on top of you there. Well, we ain't doing that. All we gotta do is get you underneath the water, folks. And I baptize people before and they'll stick their hands out and I'll go, oops, sorry. You're saying you're being too tactful. I don't know, but I wanna get it right. So they come back up, we'll say, guess what? We're going to do this again just another time, just in case. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't want to make any mistakes. This is heaven and hell, folks. This thing is for real. So we baptize them again in the name of Jesus because I want to make sure every bit of them is covered because when we bury someone, we bury everyone. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to go against anybody else's teaching, but sprinkling won't work. Sprinkling will never work. And I've had time I'd explain to you the word about the word baptize and what it really means. It means to immerse. It means to go under. Woo, I'm getting excited. Look at this. Now, listen, I put this on here to make sure everybody would understand. History teaches us that the Catholic Church changed water baptism from immersion to sprinkling. I mentioned the Catholic Church not in a negative sense, but simply as a historic reference. I am not in any way throwing stones at them at all everybody hear me because there's a lots of great people in this world and i am not trying to throw that's not what i'm saying what i'm trying to tell you is history is what i'm about to cover and history is going to teach this part that i'm telling you right now according to the world book encyclopedia these are all in your notes so you can look it up yourself in the world book inside of you you can look in volume one page 651 and look it up later if you want to but it says this at first all baptism was by complete immersion this is history this is not me look it up in volume one page 651 world book of encyclopedia all baptism was by complete immersion that's not in my book I'm telling you what history is backing up what I'm telling you from the book folks now look at this the catholic encyclopedia states catholic encyclopedia states this in the early centuries all were baptized by immersion in streams pools and baptistries volume 2 page 263 of the catholic encyclopedia go look it up for yourself i verified everything i'm putting up here it's all there verified it's inside of their book they say that baptisms wise by immersion what made them change you ready immersion was not convenient after the catholic church instituted infant baptism thus the mode was changed to sprinkling find that in Encyclopedia Britannia, 11th edition volume 3 page 365 and 66 look it up for yourself I'm not saying that I'm not throwing stones anybody I'm reading you history I'm just reading you history They had to change what was supposed to be done because it wasn't convenient for the way they changed things. Number one is we don't baptize infants or babies. We baptize people that have an understanding of why they're getting baptized. Why? For you to be baptized, you need to know that you needed to repent of your sins, take care of that, then you need to be baptized. That's the reason why we had people, and I'm not throwing stones at anybody, I'm just telling you what the Word of God teaches and history is telling you right here. You have to understand what's going on. Now look at this, Britannian encyclopedia, here we go. The baptism formula was changed. Everybody say, was changed. Changed. Was changed from the name of Jesus Christ to the words Father, Son, and Holy Ghost by the Catholic Church in the second century. I'm not saying this. Go look it up right there in that encyclopedia 11th edition, volume 3, page 365 and 66. You look it up for yourself. This is what the history book says. Not me. This is not a book written by the United Pentecostal Church or by the Apostolic Church. It's a history book. The encyclopedia is telling you this is what they did, folks. They changed it. Where? In the second century. You know what lets me know? Then for the first 160 years of the church at least, maybe, who knows, 100 plus, everybody that was being baptized was being baptized by immersion and were being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That's history, folks. That's history that's telling us that. No other way. Now look at this. Here's you another one. The early church always baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ until development of the Trinitarian doctrine in the 2nd century. History. History. Go look it up for yourself. History, folks. Now look at this. Catholic Encyclopedia of Religion says this, volume 2, page 363. If you want to look up, the Catholics acknowledge that baptism was changed by the Catholic church. And again, I'm not throwing anything at the Catholic church. What I'm trying to explain to you is it's they changed the book and I'm not saying that if you got a problem with me you you've got a problem with history because you're going to have to can anybody read the first four words on that screen read the first four words on that screen it says Catholic Encyclopedia of Religion that's their own books of history and you go look it up there that's what they say is they say we changed the form of baptism in the second century. They did it. I didn't do it. (laughs) I don't know about you. And here's another one. Christian baptism was administered using the words in the name of Jesus. You can look it up right there. I put all of this stuff right there on, on your stuff. Here's another one. Baptism was always in the name of Jesus until the time of Justin Martyr when triune formula was used triune formula formula is baptize him in the i they say name but i really it's just titles but in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost the titles father son and holy ghost and you read it right there it was always done until then how jesus name look at this history records that records that humanity made changes to water baptism. So my question for you today, what should we obey? Humanity or God's anointed word? Because that's the bottom line of where we are on all of this stuff here. I've given you, and, and folks, I could give you more. You can go study more for yourself. I'm not trying to throw stones at anybody. What I'm trying to tell you is the history is backs us up. The word of God backs us up. To be baptized in Jesus' name is both historically correct and also biblically correct. We got both on our side, folks. If even people that are baptizing in the title of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, even in their own encyclopedias, they're saying we changed what they were really doing, or here's what they were doing, we're changing what the apostles did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, if you go over and look in the New Testament, you find this. If somebody does this, bad people. <laughs> it's bad. That's what he said. This is not a good thing. Don't you change one word. Don't you change one thing of this. Yes. It's what it says in here. We can get into the Bible study there. We know. I am done. Can you believe this? I am done. Can you go get her? And you, you, you know the process, right? And he probably want to go too. Yeah, he do. Well, we're going to have a baptism here now. And we're going to get baptized. So this is awesome, isn't it? That's the reason why I came back to baptism tonight. Because I wanted for us to discuss this tonight with the baptism and stuff. I think you can use either one. You might want to use the, the one on this side. And all the stuff is in there, you know. Okay. Sister Honey, you want to go too? If they need they have any questions. Anything? But what I'm trying to say is, when it comes down to this, who should we obey, church? Who should we obey? Are we going to go with someone who changed the word? Are we going to go with the word? Well, here's here's your biggest problem. If you go with humanity, you've got a problem because when you get over to the end of the book in Revelation, guess what he uses to judge us? The Bible says he opens the book... He's not going to open history books and stuff. He's going to open this book. And the stuff I have taught you today and a ton more stuff that's in there, he's going to look at that and say, did you do it this way? And if you didn't do it this way, then you didn't do what the book said to do. You're saying, man, you're so hard. Folks, here, is there any price too great to make it to heaven? Absolutely no way is it too great of price to pay. I know to, this, to some of you this is a review and you've heard this before, but I hope you never get, ex- get uh, bored with hearing about the word of God, <laughs> baptism and everything. Our kids are gonna be coming in here and we're about to transition here and I'm gonna have Brother Angelo play the piano and sing a song here, but before, as you can go ahead and do that because I'm gonna have to go back there and I'm gonna get to go baptize them. Yes. I'm excited, all right. This is what it's all about, baptism in Jesus' name, okay? But I wanted to end on this verse. We started on this verse. We're going to end on this verse. Because I want us to say it all together. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38, Acts 2.38, Acts 2.38. Isn't that awesome? You guys can stand. We're going to transition here and do a baptismal. And, uh, yeah, you guys are welcome to come on down here. You can get here. I don't know if we can all fit in the baptistry. We maybe can all fit in the baptistry. I don't know. But we can all, we can all get in there. But Everybody line up. We'll just go one, two, three, four, five. We'll do, we'll do a bunch of baptisms tonight. All right. But is everybody getting this tonight? We need to be baptized in Jesus' name. And now since we taught it, now I guess we're just gonna have to apply it. Thank God that we had somebody receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost the other night and they wanted to be baptized in Jesus' name. So I'm excited about that. So Brother Angelo, sing and I'm gonna go in here.
1: (laughs) There's just one One way to God. There's just one, one, one. One way to God. There's just one, one, one. One way to God. Baptized in Jesus name. There's just one, one, one. One way to God. There's just one, one, one. One way. God there's just one, 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 one way to God baptized in Jesus name there's just one way to God there's just one 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 way to God there's just one one one, one, one way to God Baptized in Jesus' name. One, one, one. One way to God, there's just one, one, one. One way to God, there's just one 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 way to God, baptized. One, one 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 way to god there's just one 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 way to god in jesus name
0: So we taught it. Now we're going to obey it. And Sierra received the baptism of the Holy Ghost right over there just the other day. Thank God for that. Amen. It's really exciting, and I'm so excited to have Deedee Dee and Nathan and the family coming to church, being here with us, and, and just being a part of the family of God. I'm really excited about them being here. So tonight we're going to obey the Word of God. Before we do that, I'm going to ask you to join with me. We're going to for her before I ever baptize. I want us to pray for her first. And it's great to have the family with us tonight for this great occasion. I'm excited about that. So would you join with me and let's pray for her right now. Lord Jesus, we're thankful again, God, for the privilege Lord, we have to obey your precious word. We're thankful, O Lord, that you have filled her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful, O God. You have given her understanding, Lord, of your word in this very special occasion, Lord, where we're obeying your word in baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray, God, you put your hand upon her, Lord, and lead her and guide her every day. And help her, Lord, to be exactly what you want her to be and what you built her to be, Lord, and designed her to be and the purpose you have for her life, God. Put an anointing, oh Lord, round about her and protect her, God, both day and night. Oh, in the name of Jesus we pray. We give you all the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Here we go. Dear, because of your obedience to the word of God, it gives me great pleasure to baptize you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, Lords, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's awesome. So he said, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Give me a high five. We go to up there. So it didn't get wet tonight. Man, isn't it exciting? Amen. And and we've got others that are lining up to get baptized. We're making sure they all understand what's going on. And so we're going to be having more baptisms. So you don't want to miss any service because you may miss a baptism. I text someone today and I said, you should be here. You're missing a baptism. You You shouldn't leave you should have been here you're missing a baptism so I just believe God's doing some great things and open some doors and we're going to see a lots of great things happen at the palace of praise amen remember all the announcement youth back there in the back and church board I need to see you and all the other announcements God bless you love you